Welcome to Trail Manners, the podcast so dedicated to mountain trails and running that they broadcast out of a 78 Volkswagen bus in the mountains. Who does that? Eric and Joel are your hosts and will bring you the trail life as you may have not heard it before. You hear about everything from gear reviews, nutrition to keep you upright and moving forward, and they'll even bring guests into the bus for conversations that you won't hear anywhere else. It's time for some running adventures on a higher elevation. The old 78 Volkswagen bus is fired up and headed to the mountains. Here are your hosts for Trail Manners, proudly representing the 801 with their passion and love for the trails, Eric Manning and Joel Hatch. Welcome to the Trail Manners Podcast, episode 113. Today we're out on Antelope Island here for the Buffalo Run 25K. So if this is your first time listening, then thanks for coming. The Trail Manners Podcast is produced every week for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at trailmanners.com. Come back often, and please feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Trail Manners. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get after it. This episode of the Trail Manners Podcast is sponsored by Health IQ. Health IQ uses science and data to secure lower rates on life insurance for health-conscious people, including runners, cyclists, strength trainers, vegans, and more. That's right, Health IQ rewards us for our lifestyle choices. To see if you qualify, get your free quote today at healthiq.com backslash trailmanners or mention the promo code trailmanners when you talk to a Health IQ agent. Now let's get to the show. All right, so we've all been there where our best thought-out plans just haven't quite panned out to what we wanted them to look like. And that's kind of what happened with the show today. So as you know, uh, Eric here and Joel, we were out on Antelope Island here uh, for the Buffalo Run 25K. Joel was running the 25K. I came out to do some shows as well as just hang out, support, and volunteer. And what had happened is we ended up talking with the race director and then got roped into volunteering some more. One thing led to another, and so we didn't get everybody we wanted to get on the show this time, so we're just giving you a little preface there. So this uh, episode, we uh, did speak with Jim Skaggs, who was the race director, or is the race director for the Buffalo Run 25K and other races that we'll talk about within the show, but uh, yeah, we're out on the island, and we just wanted to uh, say thanks again for all the people that came up and said hello, uh, met us for the first time, blamed us, uh, kind of cheeky but uh saying oh i ran this race because of you guys and uh, we appreciate that as well so welcome to the uh, trail world especially all those that came up and said hey i just came across you guys not too long ago like the show uh, we really appreciate that and uh, keep coming back for more um, but instead of just not releasing this show we thought oh, we'll, we'll let jim out there uh have it himself uh, he's been on the show once before great guy great race director uh, and, and I must say, this race went off with no flaws. Uh, it was flawless again. Britta Tripp, or excuse me, Britta, uh, the volunteer uh, coordinator, she kind of she nailed it again with all the great volunteers, as well as, of course, Jim and uh, everybody that ran the race. So congratulations there. And uh, yeah, so this episode, we're going to be talking with Jim Skaggs about the race itself. Uh, there's been a little bit different format this year. Uh, Jim is actually coming off a double Achilles surgery just since December, same Achilles, um, and so he hasn't been running. So, yeah, we talked uh, a little bit just more about the race than anything. So hope you enjoy the show. Uh, again, this is just going to be Eric because Joel was running, so uh, bear with me. Uh, the solo stuff is is a little different. Uh, but, yeah, we hope you enjoy the show, and uh, we hope to be back next week with another guest for you and get Joel on. But uh, stay tuned for us for single track session this week, uh, number, what do we got? 79's coming up, I think. So, uh, no, no, 80. Big 8-0. Big 8-0. 
And we all know eight's, you know, just a phenomenal number. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get uh, to the show where we talk to Jim about his race. All right, welcome to a special edition of the Trail Manners podcast. Right now, it's just Eric Manning here behind the mic. Joel Hatch is out running a race, and we are on Antelope Island for the Buffalo Run 25K. And our first guest today is the world-renowned, famous race director, Mr. Jim Skaggs. Jim has uh, graciously taken a couple minutes during the first part of this race to sit down with us, so we're going to make it short. So far, how's it going? So far, it's going really well, but I have good help. <laughs> there is quite a bit of help. <laughs> yes, there is. Um, I got here, the race started at 9, I got here at 7.30, and it seemed late to be here at 7.30. Oh, yeah. I mean, why not start the race a little later and sleep in and have a nice breakfast and come out and run? And that was, I think, I saw people coming to check in and get ready. This seemed happier, so they didn't have to get up so early. Well, sure. I know I am. <laughs> and you got here earlier. Well, yeah, but I didn't roll out of bed till 6 o'clock this morning. Man. And I was right here, so. And you're that's probably sleeping in for you. I was. Yeah. <laughs> so how many, so this is, the, we've talked about the, the race quite a bit on the show. So this is a different format. So this is a 13th year. Correct. On the, on the island. This is the first time you've done this split weekend thing. Yes. So it's March, what are we at, March 10th. Mm-hmm. It's a Saturday, and today is the only the 25K. Correct. And then in two weeks, on the 24th, we have the 50K, 50-mile, 50 and 100-mile. Correct. Um, so what uh, what are pros and cons of this? I mean, I like it, and I'm not running, but I really <laughs> like the setup. So what are the pros and cons as a race director for doing it this way? Well, first of all, the, the park imposed a limit on me last year and cut, cut the number of runners I was allowed in half. So that's what kind of prompted the... the uh, decision to split it and my 25k runners have always represented close to half of all the runners for the buffalo run so it just made sense to put the 25k on its own date um the pros i have one distance to deal with it's not quite like herding cats as yeah. much <laughs> uh, and not only that, but we can start at 9 in the morning, and most of the runners will be done by 2 or 3 in the afternoon, and and uh, all of my lovely volunteers will, and I will have everything all packed up, and, and we'll be off the island by, should be by 4.30 this afternoon. So it just makes it for, for a much easier day as far as race directing goes. And it seems like logistically it's going to be easier, too, because you have one distance, so one group of people crossing a finish line so you're not differentiating between all these distances wondering if someone dropped down a distance moved up a distance yep. so i mean that end seems a little bit smoother um what about numbers though how many numbers did you get show up so so for this race today i had 339 signed up i i don't know exactly how many actually showed up but typically i have about a 10 percent no show rate so i probably around 300 runners are out there on the trails right now okay and um how yeah. is that from years past is that pretty similar to say this distance uh, yeah yeah this is the this is the seventh year uh with the exception of last year seventh year in a row where i have exceeded 650 runners for this race for the whole thing for the whole thing and so uh, my numbers this year, between today and two weeks from now, I have about 710 so far. And uh, so, so it got the numbers back up. Uh, it, it allowed a lot more people that 
I had to unfortunately turn away last year. Yeah. Uh, it meant that they could come out this year and didn't have to worry about whether they got in or not. Well, not, one of the reasons, like I said, I'm not running the race, but one of the things I like is you could run today, the 25K, and in two weeks you could run any of the other distances. Like even if you're running the 100 mile, this would be a great distance to, I guess, taper, if you will, yeah. um, for the next one. Yeah, um, and, and I offered that option and even gave a discount if you signed up for both events at the same time. And so I I, I didn't get as many as I thought thought I would. I, I didn't really have any idea how many I would get. I, I think I got eight or ten, maybe a dozen people that are running today and running two weeks from now. Gotcha. One thing I noticed, because I've been here most of the morning, is, and I don't, I never pretend to know everybody, but I've been around long enough, especially this area, this race, there was a lot of people I've never seen before. And there's a people I see, and I'm like, they're familiar. I may not know who they are, but I've seen them at races. This morning, was like twilight zone for me. I'm like, I don't know anybody. <laughs> and so if I saw someone, I just hugged them because I'm like, I know you. <laughs> so is that is that pretty typical I, of this one? I, for the 25K, it is. Uh, I think the, the 25K is, it, it seems like it's kind of a gateway drug. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good way to put it. <laughs> to trail running and a gateway drug to maybe an ultra yeah. in their future. I can see and that. so I, I think the 25K, it, it not only that, but it's it's short enough. It's just a hair over a half marathon that you, uh, I, I think it ends up drawing a lot of the roadrunner crowd that wants to maybe see what trail running and trail racing is all about. Well, and, I saw uh, a lot of singlets this morning, so I know there is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I took some video. <laughs> well, I think you nailed it, though. Like, I've, I've always said this, and many times, this was my first ever trail race the very first year you put it on, and it was absolutely a gateway drug. As much as I hated it when I finished, because <laughs> I'd never run really before, <laughs> for like running for running, like I'd ran in sports, and I finished, I'm like, yeah, that was neat, but I'm done. <laughs> and then I was like, you know what, that actually was really cool, yeah. because you know, 13 years ago, I had no clue about any of this stuff. Nutrition, I carried around a I think Gatorade in a powder form in a Ziploc bag in my hand, you know? <laughs> I'm like, what are, what's this fancy stuff people have on their bodies? Yep. Uh, but it is. It's a perfect gateway to trail. And it, it, the course itself is, I love it. It's super runnable. There's a couple sections that'll make you want to walk, and some you will, for sure, depending mm -hmm. on your level. But it's you can get a pretty good time out here. Yeah, I think you can. It's uh, and, and I'm always happy to enable people you've never had a problem being an enabler <laughs> no I'm, I'm good at that especially trying to get people out on trails i'm more i'm more than happy to prod them along well and and we've we've had you on the show before as a, as a podcast but i've said this before what you have done for trail running in our area you were kind of like the first game in town um, well not quite the first but uh, I think you, you kind of were i mean there's 50 mile early. races yeah there was squaw peak there was wasatch and that was about it yeah really. 50 mile and 100 mile but uh -huh. no one's just well i shouldn't say nobody nowadays is different but back then it wasn't like people were i never heard of squaw peak i never heard of wasatch and they were distances that didn't even i didn't even fathom that would have been like fake news to me <laughs> um, but just not only the the putting the race on but it's just kind of like you said it's that distance where if you're a half marathon runner and that's been a huge distance forever in road especially that's this is in that ballpark yeah plus you're in a unique location on the antelope island um, which is absolutely amazing so i think for what you've done the organization you kind of being 13 years you still have that old school feel to a race 
not all necessarily. That'll never change. And that's why people come back, though. It's like before today, you bring homebrew every year, yep. right? And so, always. So what was your what's on your menu today? So I made up a uh, batch of uh, a Scotch Ale that comes in at about 8% ABV. Yep. And then I made up a Pilsner uh, that I've done before. The Scotch Ale is new. I, I hadn't done that before, and uh, it turned out quite nice yeah. i think and then the pilsner is is my go-to recipe for that and uh um it comes in i think around five percent gotcha something like that so nice beers uh i don't i don't do weird things with my beers like some home brewers do i just let's let's go old school here and matches the race yeah well, and yet, uh, you've had people come up to you saying, hey, uh, homebrew, I, I have some. So, I mean, you get people well, every trade. year that trade, right? Oh, yeah. I always go home from the Buffalo Run with a bunch of beers, and I have no clue what they are. But people gave them to me, and, yeah, I'll pop them and try them. Well, because they're, they're just in a bottle, so you <laughs> right. don't know what's inside. Exactly. It could be bleach. It could be <laughs> ginger ale. It could be <laughs> Yeah, and, and I've waffle. had some really good ones, and I've had some that was like, Okay, that's going down the drain. That's a new guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's not done this very long. <laughs> but I mean, but it's always fun, uh, and and I love trying other people's brews, and and it's just it's part of the event now, and I just uh, I enjoy it. Well, I think that kind of goes back to what we were saying is kind of that old school feel. Is it? It is that way. I mean, people come here. I mean, there's a bunch of people here right now just hanging out. Mm-hmm. Like you might have a runner here or a friend here, but people come to this race to hang out, to see other people. For our area, this is really the the first race of the year. I right. mean, you can go to different s- southern Utah and Idaho's and these other places, but this in our area is kind of like season's beginning. This right. is it. Um, yep. And so it's a nice hangout, and you've got well, a great start-finish. Yeah. Um, you can't ask for a be- better venue. You really can't because really. you're right – I mean, the views are, I'm sitting here right now just checking out the views. It's a beautiful day. It's a little bit, I'm in the shade, so it's a little chillier, but it's a beautiful day to run and to spectate. Yep. I mean, really not a cloud in the sky. The wind's down. We haven't the... had any buffalo charge just yet, which is a plus. Yeah, we had we had a little bachelor herd hanging out yesterday around here. Yeah, just checking it out. Yeah. New guys. Yeah, new guys. <laughs> new guys uh, in the buffalo. I'm not, not sure if Earl was in there, but yeah. We'll, and, and we'll bring that up because there's a lot of listeners that don't know. So when was that, like four years ago, five oh, years four, ago? five years ago, something like that. And I was here, so I'm very vivid. We had uh, the 100 miles started on a Friday. It starts at noon. And they're, they're getting ready to go, and there's some buffalo kind of hanging out near the start area by the fence. And there was a individual who was trying to get a picture of one from our vantage point and kind of, I want to say tossing, it looked like they were tossing rocks at it to get a turnaround. Well, it did. And it actually charged the gentleman and rammed him into a chain link fence, pinned him and dropped him and stood over him for a minute. I mean, we were right here and the guy was fine, right? But we, we named this guy Earl, and it's like, don't mess with Earl, right? <laughs> and you have a beautiful picture of that, by the way. Yeah, Wayne from Boise got that picture. He just he happened to be in the right place at the right time, and that picture went around the world. Yeah, And did. I've gotten so much mileage off of that picture. <laughs> but, I mean, it's a, good, it's a good reminder, though, here, because this is a great place. People come and train here all winter yep. because the trails are just a little bit different. But for it, it's a good reminder that these even though you're on an island and they're right next to you, these are wild animals. Absolutely. So it's not like a petting zoo. Nope. And I think even years and years ago, there were some people from, uh, I don't know, another country. Mm-hmm. The best thing they almost they were thinking that hey, can we pet these? 
yeah. they were unfamiliar because they weren't from here with with the situation. But I right. mean, it's a good reminder um, that hey, these are wild animals, and yeah. you can take a picture of them, but um, do it at a distance. And if their and tail pops up, it doesn't necessarily mean they're pooping. No, no. If the tail pops up and nothing's coming out, you best back off. <laughs> yeah, just hide if you can. Yeah, there's well, nowhere to hide. There's nowhere to hide out here. <laughs> so, so today, what do you think is going to be a winning time for this 25k? Um, be honest, I'd, given the trail conditions with the snow and ice and slush and mud and crap out there, uh, I would be surprised to see the top male come in at under two hours. Okay. Course record's 144. Wow, that's a good time. So uh, uh, as far as the, the women, I'm going to say under 215 is going to be a solid, wow. solid finishing time for, awesome. for the winner. Dang. Uh, I think the women's course record is just like like 158 or 159. That's incredible. But I mean, it, it, yeah, if the course conditions are prime, it is a fast oh, course. Yeah. yeah, it can be very fast. But like you said, we just had some snow last week and yeah. a little bit earlier this week, and there's a section is it kind of by Elephant Head back in the mm-hmm. switchbacks. It doesn't get as much sun, um, and it kind of holds it because right now we can look at a trail here, and it's like, oh, it looks great. But once you right. get back to the, that section, it will slow people down. Yeah, and I, and I guess they got... I was uh, the park told me yesterday that they got about a foot of snow out of that last storm. Holy cow! So, which is unusual for out here. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they got they got smacked pretty hard with that one. Nice. So what do you uh, what do you see for the future of the Buffalo Run? Do you see sticking to this uh, switch weekends, combining it again? I, I think I'll be sticking to it, uh, just because if if I combine it again, then I'm I'm back to my limit. Of 400 runners, yeah. and I'm back to turning away people. Yeah. And uh, um, I don't like to disappoint people and have to say, sorry, it's full. So, uh, yeah, I'll probably stick with this. I had originally thought about doing them a week apart, yeah. but I think I may stick with two weeks apart just because it gives me a little bit, a little yeah. bit of a break in between rather than out here two weekends in a row uh, working like a dog. Well, not only that, but your volunteers. Exactly. Um, I mean, that's. I mean, you look at a, across the board races. It's getting increasingly more difficult to find volunteers because yeah. there's so many races and volunteers run. Right. They have a life. Most mm-hmm. people don't understand. And <laughs> again, it's the the volunteer. So they're here on their own accord. Right. Um, but you have a volunteer coordinator, which I has do. Been a big change the last few years for you, which oh, has taken yeah, a burden she's off your shoulders. Done this. The 11, this is her 11th year doing oh, that wow. for I didn't me. Realize it's so that far. She does. She's developed a a nice core group of volunteers for this race and my fall race that come back and help her out every year, and uh, she does a great job. Well, it's, it's one less worry I have to worry. Yeah, that's right. Well, and it's Britta, and it, it, she's gonna she's having a baby in two weeks. Right. So she's <laughs> here today, and she's looks like she could probably run the race. I mean, that's how yeah. she looks, but. Um, doing her thing and so two weeks she's actually passed the torch a little bit because obviously it'd be hard to volunteer from a hospital bed (laughs) (laughs) or with a brand new baby yeah that makes it difficult (laughs) little papoose hanging from the front exactly one day old (laughs) Uh, but yeah i mean it's your races always run just perfect realistically from your check-in to your aid stations your finish line um, I never hear complaints about this race. In fact, it's pretty much the polar opposite. You get people coming from other states every year. It's like Chris Lundberg from Jackson area. He's here pretty much every year. Oh, every year. Um, every year he's and, here. And it's, it's that thing. It's just, like you mentioned, you, 
you have this core group of volunteers that come back, you have runners that come back, and then it just kind of expands over that with, hey, I'm bringing my friend this following year. Yeah. I, I took a little poll this year when people registered and said, hey, how did you hear about the race? And I gave a bunch of options. And by far the largest number were people that have come out and run it before. But the second largest were people that were coming out to because a friend had told them about it. Mm-hmm. Or they had a friend that had never run it and they wanted to come hang out with their friend. So those two options were the next highest numbers in, in terms of that little poll I took. Yeah. I think, you know, one of them was, uh, uh, got quite a few votes was, uh, it was a sign from above. <laughs> that, that, that was an option to pick. <laughs> well, it would be on your, and if you don't know Jim, that's just kind of how he plays the game, right? You got to always make things fun. Oh, absolutely. And Why that, take it serious? And that's, well, and even in the race briefing, like we talked you into finally opening a beer before like 8.30. Hey, PBR, breakfast of champions. And I saw the respect level from your runners instantly rise. Like, <laughs> oh, wait, this this is legit now. This I'm is... not so sure about that. But... <laughs> He's giving us race directions with a beer in his hand at 8.45 a.m. This has got to be the race I need to run. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I shouldn't have come out here. <laughs> but I think the great thing, so I've, I videoed the start of the race, and I think one of the things I took away from it is you've got that fast crowd, right, right. to come out here to, to early season, see where they're at, post mm-hmm. a PR, whatever. But just as the crowd thin near the, even near the tail end, it's all ages, all abilities. There's people out here that don't look like they're probably going to run a step. They've got hiking poles. They're ready for a day. Yeah. And, and that's what I like about it is for anybody. It's mm-hmm. not, you don't have to be a runner. You don't have to be fast. This is just for anybody who wants to come out, enjoy the island, and, and have a great time. And, and push themselves a little bit. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, anybody can come out here and hike uh, 15 miles. Yeah. You know, anytime you want. But, you know, e- even if you're just coming out to, to hike and you have no intentions of being anywhere near the front of the pack, uh, being in a race kind of kind of helps you push and see what you can do even even though you may not be fast yep then that's true and then when of course when you finish you get a cool coffee mug oh yeah that they can take home and sip their job out of and those are lined up on the table just waiting for people to come across Mm -hmm. one of the changes to this race which uh is really part of your race and your wife just came over karen she does the the buffalo stew every year mm-hmm. um so that's not at the 25k you actually have a caterer coming out this year i, I do i have a i have a outfit called peddlers catering coming out and they're going to just bring out a selection of soups and breads and such and uh, what's nice about them <coughs> is that uh the proceeds from from today that uh, i pay them uh they are using to um, I guess they they have a mountain biking shop slash shop guide. slash guided tour thing in Nepal. Yep. And so the proceeds from today will help to fund that, and uh, and they hire locals mm-hmm. in Nepal, uh, teach them mountain biking skills, and uh, and then they will teach them to guide. My understanding is they'll teach them to guide tourists yep. on mountain bikes. So I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, I tried to get a couple of food trucks, but nobody ever responded to my calls. <laughs> it was like, okay, well, I guess I'll get somebody else then. So I did. And that's what's neat is uh, we actually have those guys. They're going to do our Ogden Trail Running Festival oh, okay. our Saturday. They're mm-hmm. coming out, and I think I'll meet with them this week, but I think we're going to do some uh, 
since it's Cinco de Mayo weekend, we're going to kind of spin that tacos. and maybe do some street tacos and yeah. some fun stuff there. But for, there. The, for the same reason, it's it's uh, local and it's for a good cause. So mm-hmm. why not do it that way? So Absolutely. But, it, I mean, soup at a finish of a race like this is yeah, oh, perfect. Kind of, kind of a cool day and soup's perfect. And my lovely wife told me that there was no way in hell she was going to cook buffalo <laughs> stew twice. Well, and I saw her today and I said, Karen, do you, how do you feel? Like, you don't have to do anything today. And she's like feels kind of weird. I almost <laughs> didn't come out here. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's just good for her to enjoy it. Oh, yeah. She gets to hang out and chat with our friends and, and just enjoy and, the day. And the other thing is when people finish the race, the one of my all-time favorite things of any race is just hanging out at the finish line. Oh, absolutely. And, again, this is the perfect place. There's already families here with chairs set up and young kids and dogs. And people are just – it's a great hangout. It's a Saturday morning. It's beautiful. Um it's perfect. It yeah. really is. And it's it a great is. place to cheer people. And that's what I love is people finish and they sit and cheer because you get a good view when people come through the finish line. Yep. And people just sit here and cheer people coming through. And for those running, it's a huge boost. And for people on the sidelines, just a fun day. Yeah. Because the th- you know what these people have gone through no matter if they're first or last. It's like you all did the same mileage on the yep. same course and you don't know their stories. And that's part like why we're here is to maybe pluck a few of those people over here and get to their stories. But we, me and Joel talk about all the time, we can't stress enough people, if if you haven't done this race, you have to do it once. And if you've done it before, you know why you have to come back. <laughs> it never <laughs> disappoints. It's the same time every year. You know what you're going to get. Great course. Race directing's on point. Volunteers, and we'll stress that all the time, thank them for being out here. Absolutely. Um, because they're giving up their time to support runners. So. Great race. You got a few sponsors. You got uh, Alter Running. Yep. They're, they're out here. They're our main sponsor. Uh, they they pony up the prize money and a bunch of shoes. And so what's the prize money? We haven't even touched on that. Oh, for 25K, the winners, it's not much. It's it's 100 bucks for the top male and top female. So, you know, it's good for dinner out with your spouse. Some sushi. And, yeah, maybe some sushi. Or make a run to Idaho and buy some decent beer. <laughs> <laughs> and then you've got Intermountain. They're here. Intermountain yeah. Sports Medicine. Uh, Inter- Intermountain Sports Medicine always brings out a crew to uh, take care of those hangnails that that runners get, and you know, with that they whine about occasionally. And well, and that's the thing is on this course. I have been at the finish line. You've seen people come across that oh, have yeah. had some pretty nasty spills too. Yep, yep, that that can happen, and so it's good to have them out here to take care of those and. Uh, and just uh, be that be that medical backup in case we need it. Yeah, and they're always here with with bells on, so it's always nice. But well, I know you got work to do. You got okay. runners going to be coming through here, and uh, maybe it's what an hour fifteen into the race, so probably not too much longer. Yeah, not too much longer. I better get busy. Yeah, so we'll let you go. Um, but thanks for letting us come out and set up. Um, thanks, thanks for what you're doing, not just for the people here, but just e- even though you won't pat yourself on the back, we do a good job <laughs> of that for people. What you've done for the community, because really, I don't know if I'd have been a trail runner if it wasn't for this race, and I, I know a very big handful of people that don't know if they would be trail runners without this race either so you may not in your opinion been the first game in town but you were the first one that people felt like hey let's let's do this race and it's been super cool i i enjoy it if i didn't enjoy it i wouldn't do it well and And you've got a serious reputation around here too everybody knows you because you know them right when they say hey jim you're like yep i remember your name yeah right (laughs) you're like hey you (laughs) well thanks for joining us really good at saying What's your name again? <laughs> well, and I think I think it's fair because they have to remember you, 
uh-huh. and you have to remember thousands of people right because <laughs> of through the years they've come through but you've made some great friendships oh, I have. through this race absolutely um, and I think that's why we most yeah. of us do this anyway is to see the familiar faces and share those war stories and and again this was always really the first race so this was the first race of the year where you got to say hey what you been up to you know mm-hmm. I haven't seen you since Wasatch yeah. exactly <laughs> you know what I mean exactly a lot of times you don't see these people through the winter and so you really look forward that's why I came at 7 30 I'm like okay who am I going to see today yeah and I was a little disappointed yeah. I didn't see as many people as I knew eh, two weeks but uh, we had a lot of people come up I met for the first time and there were some familiar faces so uh it's a great time yep all right well we'll let you get to work and uh, I'll see who I can pluck over here when they cross the finish line. Find your next fix, don't That's right. So, uh, all right. Thanks, Jim. And uh, good luck the rest of the day. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Trail Manners Podcast. We'd like to thank Jim Skaggs once again for taking the time to join us right after he sent the runners off on their 25K. Uh, And we also want to encourage everybody to uh, check out his next race here coming up on March 24th, the Buffalo Run 50K, 50-mile, and 100-mile race. If you're running, good luck. If you haven't registered, you may still have time. If not, come out to the island, uh, say hello. Uh, We also want to encourage everybody to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, Trail Manners, or swing by the website at trailmanners.com. Hopefully, we get our new hats on there soon, but we do have a few uh, other pieces of swag before we launch some new stuff. Or you can uh, hit us up on the contact page. Let us know what you want to see, who you want to hear, or if you would like to be on the show. Until next time, this is Eric Manning and Joel Hatch reminding you, you don't get what you wish for, you get what you work for. Now go get it. <laughs>